Two weeks ago, one of our teams suffered man flu. It was rough. <laughs> rough on the team, but most of all, rough on the many people who listen to this podcast. Two weeks, Dan. I love everything about this music and this speech. Keep going. It really was rough. It was a rough time for everybody. But. But I'm back, baby! Back from the dead! Yes! Yes! Gaming is alive and well! Greatest comeback since Lazarus. It's a miracle story. The Game on Australia podcast is alive! <laughs> it is alive! <laughs> We're back! We're back, baby! And we apologise! Yes! Game! Yes! I'll just take my fingers off the keyboard now. <laughs> well done. Well well played, sir. Coming up in episode 46. Should have been 48. Should have been. But man flu. Man flu, man. Q man flu. Yeah. Uh, look, Get we... 24 McNuggets for just nine ninety five. <laughs> a long way up. Sorry, the YouTube movie kept going. Fucking uh, <laughs> <laughs> ads. Uh, okay. Uh, yes, episode 46. Um, we're back. It's been two long weeks and too long. Yeah, uh, in those weeks as well. Um, now, we received a whole heap of messages uh, throughout that period as well. So thank you so much, everybody who was concerned uh, and everyone who was chasing more episodes of the podcast. Really nice to know that uh, that you care. But uh, we're going to read a few of those messages out, including a, a, a uh, oh, I tell you what, just a, a real beautiful tale of love yeah. from uh, regular contributor Nick Holland. Oh, Nick, he's a legend. Absolute legend. Uh, we've got three big pieces of top news to get through. Destiny has officially released a live-action trailer, and it looks sensational. Oh, um, there's an Aussie League of Legends reality TV show, believe it or not. We'll give you a bit of information about it and tell you about the top ten that they've picked. Uh, a golf game coming out, Dan. <laughs> Ugh, how does this make it into news? Oh, mate, it's newsworthy. Don't worry okay. about that. Uh, we're going to talk about cross-console play. I wrote a bit of an article at uh, gameonaus.com during the week uh, about my thoughts on cross-console play and how it might be the future of uh, consoles not being absolutely smashed by PC. Um, we're going to be talking uh, some gear? other things. What was that? Some gear. Gear. Yeah, I thought you said beer. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll talk beer a, as well. Yeah. Uh, yes, some gear, definitely. Um, Father's Day's around the corner as well. Yes. And uh, we've got, a, we've got a, a viral I've got you in my sights for this week. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Dan! Oh, it's been so. Song. Oh, play the it's song, buddy. Here we go. Yeah. All right, here we go. One, two, Oh, it's so good oh. to be back. Yeah, man. Two weeks, man. 
too long. Far too out. Long, I tell it? you what, like the, the everybody listening to this podcast lives in Australia knows that we are going through one of the worst flu seasons, and it struck me down like a ton of shit. Well, don't sell that. Uh, don't put that down too much, mate. You. Man flu is not something to be sneezed at. It's not something to be sneezed at. And you have been to hell and back, mate. Mm -hmm. The family's sick. Bubs is sick. You know, it's like you got three kids. You know, it's like when the kids start getting sick. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, the fact that you survived that horrible affliction and have lived to tell the tale and you're here now pressing the buttons on this fantastic podcast suggests to me that you're a hero, sir. Thank you, sir. Not all superheroes wear capes and you're a great example of that, mate. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dan. You survived what was... A terrible thing. I couldn't agree more. Man flu. I couldn't agree more. Thank you. And the men listening to this podcast, and you are men. (laughs) You are men (laughs) listening to this podcast. I'm sure they agree as well. Gents, we salute you. We salute all of you. Thank you so much for the uh, endless stream of messages. A lot of people just um, letting us know that, hey, look, guys, we missed the podcast. Time for a new episode. All right, so we apologise to you. Bloody great, isn't it? It is bloody great, and it's it's so nice uh, to know that that uh, you enjoy the podcast that much. So thank you very much. Um, but uh, look, I had to read this message out that we got. This was meant to be some we were meant to talk about a couple of weeks ago because it's just a beautiful tale of romance, really. Um, I mean, there's nothing better for a bloke, Dan, when his woman is getting into a bit of the gaming as well. Oh, shit, yeah. I can't can't agree any more to that. Yeah, I mean, these days, my wife Liz doesn't do it so much. She's not really into it much anymore. But there were days there where, you know, when I was 25 and, you know, she was the same age and I would come home. We lived in Canberra, you know, and this was at the time when she was still finding a job. And uh, she just moved over. I'd come home and she'd be sitting there in front of Call of Duty. Well. I said, what'd you do today? I played Call of Duty. I said, you know what? You are a beautiful woman. Do you know, too, and, and this wasn't ever a, a, obviously a sexual thing, but I remember spending a couple of days in Sydney with a mate of mine who um, had it, and it was now, is now an ex-girlfriend, but his girlfriend at the time, um, he was working, she wasn't, and he had to go to work one day. So we literally just stayed in the um, the apartment all day and gamed together, but did um, that snowboarding game. Uh, Which on one? The PS4. The, Ten- oh, one, yeah. one of the original ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... I, you know, like I said, it wasn't, a, it was never obviously a sexual thing. It was, it was a mate's girlfriend, but it was so much bloody fun to mm. do it with a girl. Yeah. Because I've never really done a lot of that, right? Yeah. I'm doing it with my daughters now, but not with uh, uh, someone of my own age. And um, we had a great day and she became infinitely more attractive to me that. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I mean, I can't well, see, tell well, you what, I mean, you know, I, you know, it is worth a couple of points. Like, yeah, a, a, God, absolutely. A, you know, a woman walking around as a seven. Immediately, if she picks up a controller and goes a few rounds, it, oh, it immediately, it, it, easy. 11 out of easy. 10. Um, but this one comes from regular contributor Nick Holland. We're not far away from getting to um, our top three bits of news, so bear with us. But uh, he goes, boys, I have a story to share and bear with me because it's a strange loop related to video games. Okay. That's fine by us, mate. It's fine. <laughs> so today, my partner, Renee. Hi, Renee. Hi, Renee. And I were watching some crappy Storage Wars shows on Foxtel where one of those lockers had night vision goggles in them. Oh. She instantly loses her shit in excitement as she is also a massive Step Brothers fan. Just, ah, yeah. classic. Good classic. Idea. Well, that's yeah. already, yeah. yeah. Do you touch my drum kick? <laughs> yeah. Do not touch my drum kick. <laughs> Why are you sweating? You're watching Cubs. <laughs> Cubs doesn't start till four. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, talking about how cool night vision goggles are. So I decided to drop a bomb on her. Uh, thanks to arguably the greatest special edition of video games, Modern Warfare 2, uh, that I have a set. Needless to say, she was beyond stoked that they worked and was amazed they came with a video game. Never seen someone so excited. 
I'm going to wife this one so hard. We give you our blessing. Oh, yes. And a clap. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Really, it brought a tear to our eyes and a smile to our face. Godspeed to you and Mrs. Future Holland, sir. Well, and to, and my advice to Nick as a happily married man, um, I think it's a very crucial question for a gamer to think about. Mm. What will my future wife, or and if you're a female, if it's, if it's your future husband, or... or if you're into men and it's your husband or you, you know your partner, essentially, I'm trying to say. We, we are a uh, we, we, we are a gamer uh, friendly, friendly show. Yes, we are. Yes. You know, it, yeah. um, we advocate ab- absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need to ask yourself the question of your p- future partner for life: Will they tolerate my gaming? Because I will not stand for people who stop someone gaming. I agree. And yeah. I've I've seen so many instances of particularly friends of mine who fall out of it for not, not, that's not the main reason, but that's one of the reasons. Oh, she doesn't mm. like my gaming. So I just don't do it anymore. No, no, bad. that's not good enough. It's not good enough. No, you're right. You're not meant to change who you are. Exactly. Okay. And, and, and my, when my wife signed on to me, she knew. Signed on to you. She, yeah, <laughs> she knew, she knew that that's something she couldn't stop. And that's cool. And that I get my one, two nights a week. I mean, I can game any night I really want. Cause you're an I, adult. You're I'm a man. I'm a man. I've you're got, a man. I've got decisions to make by yep. myself, but to, to, you know, in the sake of um, our marriage and, and keeping it fair, I do spend one or two nights with her too, you know, mm. watching a movie or whatever. But I do get those times because she knows I'll go nuts if I don't game, right? Yeah. And um, it's something you really have to ask yourself because the gaming gene also passes down through your kids. And I've got... Well, you in particular. I've got two, a great three example kids of. that are, are massive gamers already. Yeah. And it, it really bugs Leona, my wife. But at the same time, she can't do anything about it because she knows the gaming is strong in that one. Mila is 15, my, my Mila, because you have Mila as well. Mila's uh, 15 months old and she knows how to, how to uh, uh, hold a PlayStation controller already. Do you know? And she knows, and she, does, she presses a little PS button yep. and she looks up at the PlayStation and waits for the connection ding, yep. the little turning on sound. Yep. And she, mate, she knows, yep. knows her way around it. I've just had a thought too. Uh, so people listening to this, check out our Facebook page. We'll put up a video. My daughter, Luca, came to me last night and she says to me, hey, dad, what did she say? Something like, hey, daddy, my gaming buddy. And I said, how you going, gaming buddy? Oh. She goes, we need a gaming handshake. And we came up with one on the spot. And I'll do it with you after. So oh, it's essentially, that's it's a fist bump. Yeah. It's a slap of the hands, fist bump. And then we cup thumb hands like that with the thumbs pointing out. And then yeah. we grab each other's thumb and do it like a good, Oh, like, you know, a, like yeah, a little joystick, joystick or something. Yeah. Oh, man, that's amazing. I'll do it with you after oh, the show. We'll put on Facebook. Father's Day so close as well. I so mean, you couldn't ask for something. Mate, Father of the Year. Right beautiful. There, Absolutely. Hey, uh, a few uh, things just to cover off before we get into top three news. Um, don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Also at gameonaus.com. We're also uh, across all of the Instas and socials and all that sort of stuff for Twitch and YouTube as well with a few bits and pieces. And uh, a big thanks to our ongoing technical sponsor and all of their great support and um, PLE Computers. And we're going to be talking about that uh, Asus uh, router to see if that's helped you out with your gaming, Dan. Yeah. Connection problems. Yes. Uh, Which you've also got something to talk about regarding... I will talk about that. (laughs) You've been blacklisted or something? Oh, yes. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) Okay. uh, First things first. Um, This this is hot off the press. Uh, Now, I downloaded the the PC beta. The beta is now available. I'm talking about Destiny Destiny 2. 2, It's now available across everything. There was an exclusive um, early release beta on the PlayStation 4 recently, a couple of weeks ago. It's now openly available on everything because I think uh, we're not far off. I think Destiny comes out September It's next week. It's next week. It's next week. There you go. And um, I downloaded the uh, the PC beta last night to have a bit of a bash. It, <laughs> bash. It, uh, 
it felt a little bit weird, I've got to be honest. Like, because what, I was... The game? Well, not the game, but actually using a keyboard and mouse oh, instead of using yes. a control pad. Because your last one was a console, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, right. right. So um, it did feel a bit weird, but I think I'll get my head around that. But um, I've I got to admit, I mean... You know, I could sit here and talk about, uh, you know, the differences between the frame rates and because it's not FPS locked um, to 30 frames on PC like it is on console, right? So, you know, it's a PC thing. You, the, the tech's a little bit better, so you get a few other things, you know, like visually and audio yep. and stuff like that. Um, but all that aside, gameplay-wise, from the outset, you're emotionally invested. Oh, Awesome. Yeah, like that was the thing we were crying out for, like when it came yeah, to the we original were. Destiny. Right. It was a bit of a lack of a story and stuff like that. Now, they've done a really good job in terms of ramping up the story. Um, one guy that sits right smack bang in the middle of the story is Cade Six. He's the, the robot-looking guy with the blue face, yep. a bit of a smart-ass, yep. and he's pretty much been leading all of the videos and release content and all that sort of stuff. Um, another video dropped today a, a week out, and it's a live-action trailer for Destiny 2. Oh, man. It looks spectacular, but we just wanted to play you the audio from it because even even just audio-wise, yeah. you can tell that they've really pumped a lot of effort into writing the story and the dialogue for this game. Take a listen. Look, I know you're new here, so let me catch you up. Everything you love about Earth is gone. Your skinny, no-foam vanilla latte? Gone. Binge-watching? Gone. Cards, love songs... The Grand Canyon? Ruined! Okay, that didn't change much. But say goodbye to surprise parties. Ketchup and mustard, late night texts, Taco Tuesdays, and if that wasn't enough, puppies. Or... <laughs> Not the puppies. I know, right? Who does that? I mean, I'm more of a cat guy, but still. Where was that? Everything is gone, except for the last city. And now, a psycho rhino named Gaul has come to take that away too. So it's time to bring out the big guns. It's not a metaphor, guys. Go grab some big guns. Because <laughs> if we're going down, we're going down fighting. Do it for the tower and the ramen shops. Do it for the loot they've taken from us. But most importantly, do it for the puppies! <laughs> uh... Follow that guy. It's good, isn't it? Oh, mate. I mean, that music, that's the Beastie Boys. Yeah. And that's a great song. And yeah. that fires you up. I just get goosebumps singing the song. But that and that, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but that, my friend, is acting and voice acting. Mm. That was awesome. The timing was great. The comedy was great. The um, Just the, the actual, I want to play it now. I'm, f- yeah, I'm, I'm already invested yeah. in that. That's great. And look, they, they went through a fair few changes. I mean, um, Cage 6 originally wasn't much of a character, as really were none of the others. But uh, they knew sort of with the later DLC releases in Destiny, the verse version, um, that they had to step it up a little bit. And Nathan Fillion, who's just an incredible voice actor for animations and cartoons and all sorts of stuff, and has also appeared in a fair few sci-fi series. You know, I mean, Firefly is probably one of his more notable mentions. Even though it was just what one season or something like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Um, but Nathan Fillion is the voice for Cage Six, and he's just front and center, done an incredible job. So, yeah. um, look, the, Destiny Two. It uh, from first, I can honestly say, from a first run with the game last night, it's going to be worth picking up. It's it's a good game. The it it plays smoothly. Yeah. 
it's really good to have those guns back in your hands again. Yeah, yeah. Um, even just that feeling of, because uh, you, you get a chance in the beta to actually play through the first um, opening scenario so that you see the first opening cinematic where the goal come down and all that sort of stuff and they uh, blow up the place, take it over, and then you've got to sort of go from there and, and uh, fight through the city. And uh, on your way through it, in the opening sort of bits, you pick up an exotic weapon, um, oh. which is like a, a machine gun rifle, right? It's a primary weapon. And just seeing, remember when you used to get an exotic, you used to get any drop anyway, but you remember when you used to get an exotic and it was a surprise and that little yellow square would pop up in the top right-hand corner of the yeah. screen, you know, there would be these shapes flowing through it, you know, top to bottom and, and across it as well, horizontally and vertically. And you just get that, that little sound effect that you'd picked up a weapon but I got so much joy out of just seeing that little thing pop up in the top right-hand corner of the screen. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I felt right back to where I was when I was really enjoying Destiny. So oh, um, Destiny 2, it comes out next week and you're going to really love it. Bloody can't wait. Uh, as we move on, um, did you know that there was a, well, not there was, there is, as we speak, a gaming reality TV show? Yeah, right. In Australia, I kid you not. It's um, is it free to wear or is it on um, like a one of the channels? Well, I don't know if it's going one to be on free stream. to wear. So far, it's only been streamed. Yeah, that's it. So it's been on YouTube and Twitch, and it's a uh, an Aussie League of Legends reality TV show. <laughs> so what they've been doing is they've been putting these guys through their pay, uh, paces. It's called the Next Gamer, and it's supported by Intel. Excuse yep. me, and it yeah, it broadcasts on YouTube and Twitch. And um, they've been participating in a series of challenges, both in-game and out, for a six-month Pro League of Legends contract. Pro League of Legends. Uh, so, <coughs> so someone's going to get one? Someone's going to get one. Um, we're down to a top ten. It consists of nine guys and a girl. Uh, just a few names. I'm going to roll them out here by their uh, gamer tags, just in case you might recognize them. But uh, Bonivia... FRA, Slamu, Get Back 71, Slay, Deanne, Guts, JMR, Huey, Dewey, Louie. <laughs> That's brilliant. And uh, Bambi on Ice. Um, so uh, Slay, by the way, is the girl, Siobhan. And uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. Um, the League of Legends perspective top 10, two finalists for each of the five positions on a League of Legends team. Yep. And then they're going to whittle that down to five. And then whoever wins... Uh, is going to get themselves uh, now not necessarily a place on the first team, right? But they will at least get themselves a contract as part of the larger team. And that may see them end up on the first place team as well. Uh, and it's going to be for LG Direwolves. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, is that an Australian team? Um, yes, LG Direwolves is an Australian esports team. Now, um, if the producers of this uh, reality TV show are listening and they need. Uh, future hosts for the next seasons. Uh, we're right here. We're right here. We're right here. Uh, we make we present very well on camera. We're, Do we ever? We're bloody funny. Mm -hmm. Well, I think so. Anyway, well, do you my, know, my mum tells me. <laughs> 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 but no, nah, seriously, let's uh, let's do it. Let's um, I I would love to. I think that'd be fantastic. Wouldn't it? Uh, now, just a heads up. Um, as we speak, the second round of playoffs for the OPL, the Oceanic Pro League, is about to kick off, starring Sin Gaming and Chiefs Esports. Yep. Uh, the winner of which meets Legacy Esports. That's the team that the Adelaide Crows bought. Yes, yes, yes. And the winner of that match goes on to meet LG Direwolves in the final coming up on Tuesday. Oh, so, uh, yeah, like this is this is 
big news, right? Because the person who gets this contract ends up on at least the outer of LG Direwolves with a six-month contract. Yeah, right, cool. If you want to check out the top 10, you can see them at twitch.tv slash thenextgamertv. Yeah, cool. Uh, hopefully the finals for that actually end up coming to free-to-air at some point, whether that be on a 7-mate with screenplay or, or uh, a Channel 9 show with you and me. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Hint, hint. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, oh. Aussie League of Legends reality TV show. Yes, you, we do have one. If you want the details, head to gameonaus.com. Awesome. Uh, item number three, Pete, I was very, very happy to see this. And thank you to my cousin, Kai, who tags us in a lot of stuff on Facebook. So he, much he knows, stuff, He knows he does. He just tagged us in something else. Just right then, yeah. Literally just that yeah, moment he, he tagged us in an Overwatch video. content machine. But anyway, he tagged Bloody me. love you, mate. Yeah, he tagged me in. He's a lovely boy. He tagged me in a, <laughs> you mean a post about a new golf game that's only exclusive to PS4. Yeah. Which upset me because you know how much I love golf games and then it made me laugh because I know how much you hate golf games, Pete. I hate it's golf called games. Everybody's Golf and it's a bit like... For well, ex- that's that's really... It's like very... That's um, assuming something, isn't it? It's, Everybody's it's, Golf. It's that very Japanese type anime sort of look to it. You know, it's, like a, sort of cool. it's like the Miis off, um, yeah. off the Nintendo Wii and Wii U. Yeah. Very similar to a game that Xbox uh, golf lovers, which is... Probably the only person's in the right here in the room, being me. <laughs> but there was a game Xbox released called Power Style Golf, and it's very similar to that. Uh, it looks good, and I'm a bit pissed off because um, I am in the market for a new golf game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the first thing that pops into my head is why, but uh, go on. You know why. Um, so, what I like about it that I, from what I've seen on the um, the sort of preview, I guess, is that it's it's not strictly golfy. It's um, a bit more, a bit like how uh, Happy, Happy Gilmore was essentially a golf movie, but it wasn't really about golf. You know, the guy was a complete um, uh, intruder in the sport of golf. Yeah. And that's what I liked about Happy Gilmore. It, was, it's, it's been it a is a beautiful fight, story. And, you know, having played golf for 30 years, it really annoys me when I watch a movie like Tin Cup, for example, which is a rom-com featuring um, Kevin Costner. No, Kevin Costner. It was that Dances with Wolves. That was Kevin Costner, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yep. Uh, features uh, Kevin Costner playing the part of a golf pro. Oh, Don Johnson's in it as Don, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually not a bad film. God, he's, he's, he's got a big willy, that bloke. Has he? Good. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> anyway, what annoys me is that, you, you, he, you know, he's playing the part of a pro golfer, yet he swings pretty average. And as a, a golfer, you're sitting there going, well, technically, that would have been a hook. Because <laughs> his elbow wasn't at 42. And what do you mean as a golfer? <laughs> well, I'm a golfer. You're an amateur golfer. I'm off a 10. It's not bad. What's off a 10? 10 handicap. Oh, that's a handicap thing. Mm. I've never understood these, the whole handicap. So your thing. handicap, work? Um, if I play to my handicap, I should go around the golf course in 10 over par. Every golf golf course though, or just yeah, your every, home, every or just your course, home golf, every golf course. Yes. But every golf course changes. Yeah, like it's a different golf course. I'm meant, so to how... I'm meant to adapt. Right. Okay. So pros mm. are generally they're not in zero; they're minus. So they they you know they, they can have like a handicap of minus two, meaning they if it's if it's a past seventy two golf course, they should go around in seventy to play to the handicap. Yeah. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So that's how it works. Oh, well, there you go. There's well, handicap. Yeah, it's, learned, right? it's nice. Anyway, past um, everybody's golf looks pretty good. Um and sadly only available for PS4. For oh, PS4, that's which, the issue, isn't it? Which leads into a beautiful little segue about our first little talk topic today. Yes, cross-console gaming, Dan. Yes. Cross-console gaming. Now, yes. this uh, comes off the back of a bit of news that I saw 
during the week. And it was only meant to be just a little bit of news that I was reporting on regarding some um, updates in the ongoing conversations between Microsoft and Sony about mm-hmm. cross-console gaming. You know, of course, you and I, as as uh, opposing console gamers, you're on the Xbox and, and I'm on the PlayStation. Yep. You know, it's been a long time coming. We're we're not we're not enemies. We we are, are mates who love to game and stuff like that. And we never have conversations about Xbox is better, PlayStation is better. And we we established on this podcast ages and ages and ages ago yep. that it generally just comes down to what do your mates play? Yeah, right. As I, as to absolutely. your buying decision when it comes to what console you end up picking yep. up. At the yep. time, your mates played Xbox, and at the time, my mates played PlayStation. Yep. Simple as that. Yep. Um. One thing we can all agree on, or at least the majority of us, is that cross-console gaming could only be a good thing. It, it, there's no downside. I do not see a downside to it. Now, there are some cross-console games that are out there as we speak. Rocket League is one where it's on PS4, it's on Xbox, it's also on PC. And PC players do play against... Um, oh, okay. You know, but this is one of those games where I personally believe that if you're playing with a keyboard and mouse, you don't have an advantage. Yeah. Right, because it's very hard to use the physics of that game to drive that car around to get up in the air and all that sort of stuff. Because yeah. it's not where you're trying to use pinpoint. I mean, you are using pinpoint accuracy, but it's not, you know, sniper pinpoint accuracy or yeah. or shooting pinpoint accuracy. You know, where you're trying to get a headshot. Like you're trying to maneuver your car, and I firmly believe that there is no advantage to somebody using a keyboard and mouse, which is why I think Rocket League actually sits quite well as a cross-console game because yeah. people on the, on the PC don't have an advantage over, P, over people on, the, um, on uh, consoles like the Xbox and the PlayStation, yeah. right? Um, you know, something like an Overwatch, for example, or a Call of Duty, if you're playing on the PC versus console... Yeah, there's an issue because game pads are, are terrible when it comes to the accuracy of a keyboard and mouse. Yes. Right? It's just impossible. I know playing like months and months and months of Overwatch on the PlayStation, you could always tell when you jump into a competitive game when you were playing against guys who had somehow managed to organize a keyboard and mouse for their PlayStation yeah. via USB or something like that. Because the shots they were getting off <laughs> were just incredible. You just can't flick your toggle that quickly or you can't um, like move your cursor around the map that quickly and with that much accuracy yeah. with a gamepad. It's no. just not possible. Anyway, um, so it does work for some games. Other games it wouldn't. But when it comes to, you know, that's talking about PC to console. When you're talking about just console, it's only a positive thing because both you use gamepads. You know, you can pick up some um, some uh, keyboard and mouse equipment and stuff like that. But both use gamepads. So it's effectively, aside from the fact that one's using an Xbox controller, the other one's using a PlayStation controller, you're on level pegging. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. And, and they're pretty much, I mean, you know, when, um, you remember they used to do in gaming reviews, they'd go the Xbox version versus the PlayStation version. They'd rate them both. Now they're pretty much... The same, they're pretty they? much they're, the same. There used to be some differences, but not anymore. There's no differences. So there's no. I, I don't really even care to be honest. If if, if the play, if I'm playing you in a in a game and, and your graphics are uh, performing a little better than mine, so be it's it. no big I don't deal. Give a shit, I just right? want to play with you. Right now, the 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 thing that um, I originally started writing about was um, how awesome would it be to have cross cross console gaming, where finally you could have an arena setting with a tournament where you could have PlayStation players playing Xbox players. Oh, man. 
That would be amazing. It would be like watching the Bathurst 1000 and having people go for Ford and people go for Holden. Like, like you know what I mean? And King of the Mountain and all that sort of stuff. Like, it's it, Bathurst 1000, for those of you that live outside of the country, is our country's biggest motorsport event. It's our, Aside from the F1 in Melbourne, it is the country's biggest motorsport. It's, it's our, the V8 Supercar. It's our Daytona 500. Exactly really, right, yeah. right? Um, I'm putting on my marketing hat here and thinking, imagine if... Um, so Xbox and Sony came to an agreement that, you know, they tally up the wins, you know, and, and the performances of both game yeah. fraternities over the year. And the, at the end of the year, they reward whoever the winner is with, I don't know, you know, a year's subscription or a month's Just subscription. Just something to, really you know, exclusive so, yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, it'd be, it'd awesome. be really, really cool. Because you'd fill the court of arms, wouldn't you? You would. Absolutely you would. I know, I know. I, know I, I can honestly say that I would back PlayStation, you know, and you would back Xbox. Like, it's, it's one of those things where you actually, for a first time, yeah. right, you have a genuine brand that you would be able to back. And In a tournament setting, it'd be perfect. Yeah. And it, um, it, it just bring up a new excuse to yell when you're having a shit night. You know, lag! Yeah. Xbox! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, this is the latest when it comes to, uh, this was part of the story of GameOnAUS.com, the latest that uh, when it comes to the announcements, you know, of Microsoft and Sony coming together to do cross-console play, um, uh, gaming. We could be closer to this reality than you think. The, the massive announcement coming from Microsoft marketing manager Aaron Greenberg was, we're talking to Sony about cross-play. This was in Games Reactor. The two console companies already partner on Minecraft, and in a roundabout way, other games like Rocket League also enjoyed on cross-console, as I mentioned. Um, the word on the street, though, is that Sony isn't too keen on the idea going any further. Xbox executive Dave McCarthy told GameSpot that discussion with Sony took place at E3 earlier this year, but also mentioned they weren't quite there yet on support for that. However, he remains hopeful, adding that it's an awesome thing to do for gamers, and we couldn't agree more. Now, this is where I had an opportunity to sort of break this down a little bit, right? And these are the reasons why... I think PlayStation isn't quite ready to come to the party. Okay. PlayStation is dominating Microsoft. It's dominating the Xbox in sales. It was reported in January 2017 that PlayStation 4 was just about to hit 60 million units sold worldwide, while Microsoft was languishing behind by more than half, having sold only 26 million units worldwide. This goes all the way back to 2013 with a few things. There was a higher price point. It was $499 US compared to $399 US. For Microsoft, it was a lot more expensive. Um, a better gaming subscription service was found on the PlayStation, and it already had a huge base because PS3 was free to join at the time, whereas um, Xbox Gold membership wasn't. Well, it wasn't, yeah. A uh, heap of way better exclusives. You know, PS4 had Horizon Zero Dawn, Days Gone, God of War, The Last of Us, and Part 2 is on its way. Microsoft really only had the Halo series. Yeah. And uh, a poor launch message. You know, Microsoft really confused customers by pushing the Xbox as a home media center, whereas at the time, Sony pretty much hit the right points by pushing the PlayStation as the best gaming console ever made. There was a lot of messaging out there from Microsoft, and hardly any of it had the word gaming in it. You know, so PlayStation was pretty much out there from the outset, and it's been going that way ever since. So you can't really blame Sony for holding off cross-console gaming. Well, they're, because, probably, they're probably getting over the fact that Microsoft marketed their machine as a, as a media center. Well, that's I mean, pretty that's, much the same. It's the crazy. fact, isn't it? You know, and like I, I completely agree with this. At the end of the day, like you, I buy a console like a PlayStation not to have it as a media center, but to play games on it. Right, and that's why I'm sure you bought an Xbox, right? Exactly. It just goes to go. It just so happens that you know these devices can do all these other great things as well because the technology is there. But if I buy a gaming console, I want to play games on it. Yep. The other point that I've got to make 
yeah. is that I believe that uh, the console companies need to consider that cross-console gaming could be a barrier to PC gaming. Right, so yeah, right. Now, this is the reason why they're, they're in competition, aren't they? They are in competition. Right? There's been a resurgence in the last sort of five to ten years or so. Um, it's, you know, it's a bit like vinyl, right? It's coming uh, back. Like vinyl in, in music is coming back. PC yeah. gaming. I would have thought you asked me five years ago. I would have thought it'd be dead in the water. Yeah, honestly. not a chance. And the, the reason why I tell you the reason why is because all of a sudden with PC gaming, yeah, for the for the the for half the price. Of yep. what it costs you to buy the latest gaming console plus everything else to make it graphically the best thing on the market. And I'm talking about having to buy, you know, with the Xbox One X coming out very soon, for example, having to fork out a few thousand dollars for a, a 4K TV as well. For half the price, you're even in, a third the in. price, you're in with an incredible gaming rig. We're talking like a, a 1080 Ti graphics card. Um, we're talking, you know, a really nice case. We're talking a, a high definition 1080p or 4K um, gaming monitor. There's a few thousand dollars there, but it still costs you a lot more to buy the Xbox One X plus everything else that you need peripheral-wise, like the TV and stuff, to use the technology to its full potential. Well, I mean, we've had Anthony from PLA Computers come in a couple of times who's an expert at this kind of stuff, and he's told us quite a few times that, you know, PLA as an example can do up a really decent rig for pretty much next to nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like and um, 12, 1500 bucks. Cause you know, it's funny. I've always, I think that I used to PC game years ago. I'm talking the mid nineties, right? So we're talking 20 years ago. Mm. I, I remember it, you know, technology was so bloody um, moving so quickly that it, it gets superseded pretty quickly. Yeah. And I remember, yeah. I, I think around the mid nineties where I bought a machine and then literally within the year it was done. So we're in a stage right now where we've sort of, I wouldn't say a ceiling cause technology is always going to be, better and always going to come out better but we've hit a bit of a ceiling in terms of um like how quickly the technology is improving like it's it's not improving exponentially like once it did like it did once upon a time right you know like the at the moment 1080p is like it will be good i reckon for the next two to three years yes high definition gaming like there's no there's no huge jump it's it looks amazing 4k looks amazing but gameplay-wise and stuff like that, there's no huge jump from 1080p to, to 4K. And the irony of my little thing before about superseding is that that's sort of what's happening now with consoles anyway. Yeah. Every five years, yeah. you get you get the... Um, well, new, not even. Every two and a half years yeah, now. I mean, a like, new console coming. Yeah, what's well, true. Far out. Like, 2013 was when the PS4 and the Xbox One um, came out. Yeah. And, and, two, and a half, two and a half later, two and a half years later, we've got yeah. a PS4 Pro and an Xbox One S. Yeah. And then a year after that, not even, yeah. we've got the details of the Xbox One X. The Xbox One X comes out in a couple of months. Yeah. It's already <laughs> it here. Does. That's right. You yeah. know? Yeah. So, and the PS5, I, I, I still reckon they'll be waiting for 4K TVs to be in majority of households before they really go hard on yeah. their next console, um, which is fair enough. But yeah, like the the point is, I know I haven't touched my PS4 for the past six months, but if there was cross-console gaming, I would be on that because you and I would be playing at least yes, once a week. Correct. You know what I mean? So I think it's just something for Microsoft and Sony to really consider on, on two sort of fronts. Well, like I said before, and I'll say it again, there was a time in this country, Pete, where if you were on Telstra and I was on Optus, we couldn't text each other. And that's, I know. that's worked out. So let's make it happen. How's uh, things with Optus going? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you know what? That was actually an unintentional segue, but thank you, Pete. Because, You're very welcome. Um, yes. <laughs> I really want to get into this. There's been developments, Pete. Yeah. 
So last Saturday night, I live in a house with one TV that's connected to um, a TV aerial. Uh-huh. I have another TV that's just connected to my Xbox and um, various media devices. I do not have, I'm not with Telstra, so I can't get, um, so for people not in this country, Australia, or those who aren't even in the, the football states, the AFL states, which is our national game, um, if you're a Telstra customer, you get access to what's called AFL Live Pass or something, and it's like you can watch the games on your phone for free, yeah. right? Optus gets um, the Premier League. Yep. So I'm not with Telstra, so I haven't got that option. I could choose to pay, I think it's about 20 bucks a month, but I don't love footy enough to, I don't get enough time to watch footy enough to justify that. Mm. But I have a deal with um, the CrownBet app, which is one of my um, apps, obviously, that I use to place a cheeky punt every now and then. CrownBet, if you have $10 in your account, I think it is, they grant you live access to games. What? So I can watch AFL games through the CrownBet app, right? Oh, my God. It's fantastic. As Little, long as you just have 10 bucks sitting 10 bucks in the account, in, in do you have account. to use the, the $10? No, like no. You, as long as 10 it's bucks a, is a, in there. It's a service by the fine people at CrownBet, and I, I appreciate and thank I you very much for it. I am downloading the app right now. Yeah. Right, CrownBet. So, and every bloody Saturday night at about 6.30 when there's a big Saturday night game on and my kids are watching some on TV or my wife has got them, what you know, wants to watch something or whatever. You know, I, I can sit there in the corner of the couch with my little phone, just down watching the game, right? Mm. Through Crown Bet. Now, every bloody time, guaranteed, as sure as shit, I get buffering. Yeah, that's terrible. And it's buffering. You don't want buffering during a footy game. Footy game. Now, there was a game the other week where it got down to the last minute, and it was, there was nothing in it. It was like a point. And I'm, it's close. And the bloody thing buffers, right? Yes, you got to shut the app down and start again, right? Because you just ass. can't catch up. That's bad. And it might be Crown Bet's app. I'm not sure. But I always tweet Optus and NBN Australia, NBA, NBN Co. But, I mean, it look. And it culminated last week when I, I tagged you and I said, hey, Pete, just checking. It's 2017. Am I correct? Yeah, what did because, I do? And you said, yes, Dan, can confirm it's 2017. And yes, we are in Australia. Because it comes down to the fact that I just think our NBN is a complete balls up. We've it's talked, a, it's a we've talked about this a million times. It's a shemozzle. Malcolm! Malcolm! So, I, every other time I've tweeted them, right, mm. <laughs> I've, you know, they, they've, I've, and I've made this point in the, in the podcast before too. They, yeah. They're very good at getting back to me. Yeah. Oh, Dan, um, please let us know, blah, 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 blah. They have stopped doing that. I've clearly made some kind of blacklist as a serial complainer. Well, you are a serial pest. Well, I am. But, so, but like, but, in, this, in regard to this, though, like, it's warranted. Because it's not as if you, you're you not a serial pest in terms... You don't spend your don't, time no. trolling no. companies. You don't. No. You do it if it's warranted. And yep. this has been an ongoing saga yep. ever since you jumped across to the NBN. I legitimately... Um, I don't know, someone out there is probably a lot smarter than me to work this out, but I, do you know how when you, so in the CrownBet app, and I'm, people can't see this obviously, but I'm holding up to you, Pete. My phone's in portrait mode, right? Mm. On the CrownBet app, what you get is the actual, because you know, TV, like TV footage is landscape. Yeah. But in the app, it actually shows up as a tiny little portrait screen on your on your app. Right, got you. So it's, it takes it taking about a third of the screen yeah. in portrait mode, but you can actually tilt it Like landscape. YouTube videos yeah. and stuff. You yeah. can tilt it landscape and then it becomes full screen. Yeah. I always have to do that because the, the, the game's so small on, on the on the portrait mode that you can't really see what's going on. You can't see the score, right? Yeah. So you have to turn it landscape. That's when it really buffers badly, right? Yeah. But even in portrait mode, and I'm guessing it's because there's less space being taken up by data 
um, going to the screen size, if that makes sense, mm. um, it doesn't buffer as much. But even in portrait mode, it, still buffers, night, it was still buffering. And it comes back down to what we talked about before again with Optus and, and same with NBN. I think other people are having this problem. 6.30 at night, peak time on a Saturday night, and the infrastructure can't cope with demand, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is the main problem with this and NBN, right? So I'm now considering... And I'm serious, genuinely serious about this. I'm actually considering going to the ombudsman about my problem, which I know, I know a lot of people ombudsman. have. I'm, I'm trying to be polite about it. but Don't be polite. Optus came to me about three months ago after this last rant and said, oh, we've, you know, they actually admitted, look, it's infrastructure. We can't do anything about it. We'll keep you up to date about when we're going to update the node because I'm a fine to the node guy. Yeah. Nothing's happened. So am I going to sit here and wait now, you know, for dropouts and buffering like, you know, I tried to watch porn the other day, Pete, and I couldn't because it buffered. Yeah. You know how terrible it is and watching was... somebody masturbate while it's buffering? <laughs> top, stop, bottom, stop, top, stop, bottom, stop. It was like 2003 all over again. <laughs> you know, I just, I am at the end of my tether, right? Yeah. But, and this is where the segue happens again. This is a double segue. Yeah. The good people at uh, PLE, PLE computers. computers. Hi, PLE. Hi, PLE. Um, and you know, we, we admit, ab, ab, openly admit that they, um, sponsor our show. Mm. Uh, and this is by no means, um, a biased thing. I, I was going to legitimately report on this thing. Um, however it performed for me, but they heard about my problems and, and kindly, uh, gave me a, uh, Asus AC 1900 wireless repeater. Now this is, this thing looks nice. Like it's, it's beautiful from the outset. And we've done a couple of things before we've done. Is it as good as the product looks? Right, and that's the question. I mean, because this thing well, it, looks it, it nice. ticks your box with the in, <laughs> pun intended. It ticks your box with, in the fact that the box looks great yeah. and it opens beautifully and it's packaged well. Right, it yeah, it looks like it's out of Star Wars. It look it looks like it belongs on one of the Death Stars. It really like just the way it, it, it glows red and through this black. It gnarly, was wicked. It's beautiful. It's right? wicked. So what it does is it I I've always performed my online gaming wirelessly, and I know that's not optimal, and I admit that. Right. I haven't got the, we're not going to house down. So there's no point getting a cable in to build a cable and stuff unless I want to have a dirty cable hanging from my Xbox through to the router and yeah. my, my, uh, my wife will never go for that. So I just do it on uh, wirelessly and that's cool. It's generally not as good, obviously, but it, it's okay. MBN's been okay, but it's still got those dropouts. So this thing wireless, wire, wires into my Xbox, but then creates the wireless signal to my router. Yeah. And I've got to say, in the three or four times I've used it since, the performance has been a shitload better. It has? A shitload better. That's great. So the thing is, it is, it is, it says on the box, it is gaming optimized. Yes. So, you know, whatever you connect to it, it recognizes what is a gaming console or a gaming PC or whatever, and on purpose directs the majority of its um, bandwidth traffic towards that to optimize its performance. Yeah. So it what it does is um, essentially takes the uh, wireless capacity or the wireless performance off the Xbox's um, shoulders yep. and puts it on its own. And it has been, um, particularly with Ghost Recon uh, uh, Wildlands, the that's a crucial game online because when you're gaming in a co-op situation the way I do, um, you do a lot of sniping. And there's a lot of times where if you miss a shot, you set off the alarm and then they come running from everywhere and you're stuffed, right? Oh, yeah. Helicopters come out of nowhere and you, you, you're knackered. And I used to get in a lot of trouble with uh, Mr. Ronnie Corbett. Thank you. When um, we'd be sneaking up and it's all about stealth and I'd pop this shot. And because of the lag, and that's what I'm blaming is the lag, um, 
I'd miss and the guy'd see me and then Rod would be going, fuck, you know, dad, you know. Yeah, here they come. Here they come. So we've had a lot less of that based on the fact that I think my, my, my sniping's got a lot better through the lack of lag. Well, if your connection's better, your data packets are being sent to and from the server, like you're pinging better. Yes. Remember when we spoke to Anthony from PLE yep. and he said, really, your upload-download speeds don't make that much of a difference. Lag comes down to the amount of ping that's yep. that's sitting there and your ping comes down to your connection. If your connection's better, your ping's better, your gaming's better. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I haven't used it enough, I guess, to give a really comprehensive thing, but the four or five times I have used it, I've had a really great experience with it. So for anyone who's who's probably in a similar situation to me, um, I think they're only about 230 40 bucks, but yeah, they're not, it's, not, it's not too expensive. Definitely yeah. well worth it to, um, you know, and this whole cabling thing, like I'm in a unique situation where, like I said, we're going to knock our house down at some stage mm. and we've got a tiny crawl space up on the roof mm. because the house was designed in the 60s and I can't even get into the roof actually. I've got to actually lift tiles from the top. And oh, do, and do drop it, down. And do it that way. Yeah, right. So it's just too much of a pain in the ass. So, so I'll take a little bit of, I guess, slowness with, with my connection over a wireless Yeah. Um, to hopefully get me to the point where we do knock the house down and I can optimize my house to be well, gaming the, friendly. Right? The cabling is an issue. And this, this and is... You, you've, you've had it done, haven't you? Right, I've had it done. So I had, I had a mate of mine come in and I said to him, because originally we had a cable that went to the kitchen yep. because um, everything was on ADSL. And, yep. uh, you know, my alarm system was on that cable as well because it's an analog dial tone yep. that would call your phone if your alarm went off, whatnot, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And then I got him to come in and he split the cables and ran one to the back, but still had the active cable going to the kitchen. Yep. And then we worked out that, hang on, we're porting across the NBN, so the whole um, thing with the alarm doesn't work anyway, right? So can you re-rig it and pull the cable out completely, run the cable direct from the Telstra box, bypass the kitchen altogether in one, run one Cat 5 cable, Cat 6 actually, cable, yeah. from the Telstra box yeah. straight to the back room in one continuous line away from cable, like other cables, power cables, stuff yeah. like that. And my speeds, I shit you not, jumped from six download to 47. Wow. Like that's, that is like, unfortunately. We're talking eight times. T- eight yeah, times right. the speed. You know, that's the stuff that I should be getting because I'm on a 50 down, 25 up payment plan. Mm. And I'm getting now average speeds of 47 down. Yeah. And uh, I think close to 17 or 18 up. Speaking of the uh, the, the ombudsman, um, what's the... Because I, I, I'm on a 25, and I probably average about eight. Mm. I wonder what the cut... Like, you're not averaging 50, but you're close to it. I mm. wonder if it got down to, like, 40, would you have a case then to go, you know what? I'm not getting my... You know what I mean? What's the limit? Well, they're, they're, looking, at, they're looking into this with the ACCC at the moment, yeah, and they're right. trying to rewrite the rules on it because what they want to do is they want to stop... At the moment, internet companies have been selling with little asterisks saying that the speeds that they're, you know, in, the, in little writing down the bottom, yeah, yeah. these are speeds up to what you yep. may be able to get and yep. do not necessarily guarantee. The ACCC and the Ombudsman and all that sort of stuff, they're getting together where they're trying to scrap that way of selling, right? They're getting rid of it all together. So they're trying to make it a lot more honest and a lot more transparent. Yep. The only issue is, is it's hard to pinpoint exactly where the issues are arising. Is it a bandwidth issue? Is it the company who is the ISP yep. um, not buying enough bandwidth, so on and so forth? I have gone through step-by-step and just given myself the best opportunity to get the best speeds, and it has worked, right? And by that, I mean I got rid of Belong, 
okay, who is just like a... It's a Telstra one. It's a it? Telstra one. It's a Telstra offshoot, right? They're just a pissy little company that was just set up just so they could, you know, compete um, financially with the other smaller telcos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I pissed them off. I went to Aussie Broadband because Aussie Broadband buy bandwidth as the demand increases, right? right? They don't wait for an opportunity where they go, oh, you know what? We kind of probably need it more now, I guess. Yeah, right? They like, actually like go, we'll go with Optus, they yeah. actually go, well, the active users on our grid are increasing. Let's buy more bandwidth and increase, right? So that's that's them. They're, they're, they're forward thinking rather than waiting for, sh- they're, they're progressive, right? Yeah. Um, and then the other thing was making sure that the house cabling issue wasn't a problem yeah. and it's worked. So this is the thing that, that there's a lot of, the internet and the NBN is so fucking tough here in Australia because the issue doesn't just sit in one centralized point. No. It is all sorts of different things. It's the hardware in your home. It's the software you might be running. It's the technology you might be using. It's the internet service provider that you yeah. might be with. Yeah. It is, it's always might, 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 if, if, if. And the, the big question to me, Pete, is this, even with all that, and you're getting 47 now, is that future proofing? No, it's not. No, absolutely it's not. It, when, when my friends and my brother, for example, in America are getting a hundred download, mm. um, and I know, it's about, ping, I know it's about ping too. Europe's but, getting 400. Yeah, right. The US yeah. getting there's a, There's an eye net going around that people might have heard of those in a radio where they crap on about how Slovakia's got better. Um, yeah. Go Slovakia. And he, and he, and he goes, now who's Slovakia now? Yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah, so, you know, and that's, that's offensive to me. But anyway, no. we, we could talk about that forever. We yeah. can. But yeah, um, if people do have um, some gaming issues, uh, this wireless repeater, Asus AC1900, has worked for me. So it's probably worth looking into. Um, shall we get into our little uh, time to bitch and whinge about something? Well, no, we kind of we no, just did. We did, but no, we actually want to talk about Father's Day. Oh, we do want to talk about Father's Day. And yes, let's do that. And the and the uh, the Asus is probably a good one for you, the gaming dad. Yeah, it is. Um, um, so, ladies, if you're listening to this, Father's Day is coming up. It's this weekend. Happy Father's Day to Happy all the Father's gaming Day. Fans. Actually, I gotta I gotta read you something. Yeah. Right, gamer dads are fucking brilliant. Okay, I joined this group. Um, Yesterday afternoon, right? And on I, Facebook? You, on Facebook. You, you're going to absolutely fucking love this, right? Yeah. Um, this, is, this is the sort of, this is gamer dads at their best, okay? I joined this group. It's called Gaming Dads. Facebook.com slash group slash Gaming Dads. There is 5,090 members. Usually when you drop a little message in these groups or something like that, you might pick up one like along the yeah, way, yeah, right? Yeah. Anyway... I got accepted. You have to actually answer a couple of gateway questions before they let you into the group. Yeah. So I answer those questions. I got accepted. You know how you can post a little like meme update, right? I did one and it said, fuck yeah, dad gamers, all in caps, two exclamation marks. <laughs> and that was it. That's all it was. Yeah. And the background was the little hearts meme that you can do with the little, you know, different yeah. backgrounds you can choose and stuff like that. Seriously, this fucking thing went off. Did it? Yeah, it did, right? It's got all of these comments with people just posting GIFs saying... Um, to your, your... To thing. my post, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, nice one, brother. Uh, they're posting GIFs. This is what a badass daddy looks like. Um, fucking amen. Oh, Righteous. Uh, like, they've got uh, a Jack Black with a salute going on. Oh, like, it's really cool. And I shit you not, man, it's had 64 reactions. Oh, great. 64 reactions just from me posting, fuck yeah, dad gamers. 
So there are dad gamers out there who are loving the fact that they're dads and they're gamers. Yeah. Be proud of it. Stand up and be proud if you're a dad gamer. And happy Father's Day for this weekend. Well, and my little contribution to this, Pete, is that um, it annoys me every year about Father's Day is that, uh, you know, the, the cliched socks and jocks type thing is always, uh, you know, banded around. But people are always <laughs> saying, like my wife is probably sitting there going, what am I going to get, you know, the kids to get for me for Father's Day? Mm. Go get me a bloody game. Get him a game. You know, Give him a bloody game. I'd, I'd love a bloody game. I don't. Um, I don't. I. My go-to for birthdays is always for people that's like a JB Hi-Fi voucher, so I can go mm. and cho- choose a game. But if she took the time to find out, you know, talk to maybe rung you and said, "Hey, um, what you know, what should I? What game should I want?" You said, "Well, he loves golf games. Go and buy him a golf game." Yeah, I'll be stoked. Yeah. Any particular golf game that you uh, really not into right now? No, because right um, Rory McIlroy off a little bit. Yeah, Rory McIlroy's isn't very good apparently. So, okay, no, um, and I'm a bit over EA Sports, like with that that particular franchise. A bit like um, like they've pushed it as far as they can go. I think it needs yeah. it needs a bit of freshening up. But anyway, so yeah, so well, um, you know what, socks and jocks costs a lot these days for good socks and jocks. Oh mate, good jocks, like, are bloody twenty five thirty yeah, bucks yeah. for for one pair of like like I really like the Bonds jocks. So do I. But yeah, they're twenty five bucks. Twenty five thirty bucks. I can tell you now. Piss off, Pat Rafter. Yeah. Oh, I haven't got that kind of money. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, if you if that's the money that you're going to spend, you're going to, yeah, let's be honest, you're going to buy one pair of, you're going to buy a couple of pairs of jocks, maybe some socks, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, that's 60, 70 bucks. Yeah. You can actually get a really good game, 60, 70 dollars. Yeah. You know, and you can. I'll tell you what, if you're. Destiny 2. Destiny 2 is coming out, right? Do that. If your partner games on PC and has a Steam account, Sales and shit all the time. You can pick up the best games, titles, 20, 25 bucks. Yep. Just, you know what, ladies, just. Be simple. Yep. If your bloke loves gaming, just go the easy way. Yep. $50 JB Hi-Fi gift card or $50 EB Games gift card or just surprise them with a the game. Bloody hell. All right. Simple as that. Love it. There but, you go. There's your answer. And happy Father's Day happy to all Father's the boys Day. out there. Lads. Enjoy it. Good on you. You're fucking superstars. They all are. Them. We all are. Bloody oath. You know what? To be able to find the time to work full time. Uh, be a um, super dad. Be a super dad. Be a super husband. Be a super husband. And then a... And game. Super gaming. Fucking man. super gaming. <laughs> well said, Dan. <laughs> fucking well said. Boom. Boom. Well, boom. Boom. Well, fucking boom. Uh, bloody brilliant, yep. guys. Okay. Are you ready? Now, now we're ready. Let's do it, Pete. Shit, all right. Here we go. Come on, Pete. Right. Here we go. He's ready. Getting ready, people. He's, he's, he's getting fired. He's, nice and limber. He's limbing. Oh, man. This is going to be... Oh, it's coming. He's fired up. Look it's at him. two weeks worth of this yeah. shit. Here we go. And yeah. we're going. I've got you in my sights. Man for you, fuck. <laughs> Fuck me. What a fucking shit. Oh, it's a double-edged sword, the old man flew, Dan. Well, it is. It's an asshole. It's an asshole. It's not, um, it's very misunderstood by the female fraternity in this world who obviously don't suffer it. No. Um, no, you and it gets, you get off easy. it gets flipped about as a, uh, you know, a bit of a joke thing, but it's not. It's a completely serious you affliction. You know what? You know how blokes always say, or women will always say, you will never, as a man, understand the pain of childbirth. Childbirth. Yep. You will never understand the pain of a man, man flu. flu. That's yeah, that's a great retort. Thank you. Well done. Yeah, I get it. Man flu's a fuck. You know what? And we've we've spoken so on the radio show that I do, this radio station that we work at. Yep. We've spoken to a couple of doctors out there, albeit they were both blokes, <laughs> right? Like a yep. doctor, um, Doctor Phil, Andrew Rochford, <laughs> Doctor Phil. <laughs> Now, Dr. Andrew Rochford. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. said man flu's a thing. He's a, he's a well, fucking doctor, Dan. Exactly. Well, doctor. that's exactly right. So, um, you were really I struck was, down. I was struck big down. Big time. Mate. I mean. Really, you know, I had the sore throat. I had the bones, bones ached. I'm only 31. You know, yeah. I shouldn't be suffering those sorts of things. 
And I, you can still hear it in my voice. Yes. Uh, it, I lost my voice for two days. And, and as a radio announcer and a podcast superstar, that's not, not ideal, is it? Now, I my last encounter with Manflu was actually two years ago. I was working at a shitty job at a local government, which I won't mention, but it was crap. And I bravely battled on, Pete, for almost two weeks without mm. seeing a doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I, I think, uh, I actually do remember that because I think, I think, uh, I think minstrels wrote songs about they, that. They did. They really did. They delayed Game of Thrones, um, filming for, yeah. for, for my return. Um, so I finally went and saw a doctor and the doctor was a female and flippantly gave me some, um, you know, oh. uh, antibiotics and she said, oh, that should cure it. And okay, it did, but that's not the point. It was the tone and how she delivered that news to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't appreciate it. And I still, to this day, I haven't had it since. Thank God. I've managed to avoid it. I think this time around. So I'm pretty happy. I mean, we had, um, someone here in the office who actually had the flu jab and then still got it. Still got it. So it shows you how crap the flu jab is. No shit. But she was. But do go and get the flu jab because you know, it does help. Does it? It does help. Oh, okay. I'm I think not... it does. I've heard it. Helps. I've had it once and I got really crook. Really? Oh, well, yeah. you meant to get a little bit crook because they're effectively, they're injecting the, the virus in. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that you, and I've said this at the top of the show, but the fact that you survived this horrendous disease, Pete, Thanks, Dan. is all the more, I respect you in a lot of ways, but I've now got a newfound respect for you for just being tough as nails, mate. Thank you, sir. Bloody good on you. And oh, the whole I'm gaming here. fraternity, the Game on Australia family, which is what we are, mm. are right behind your son. Thank you. Keep thank it you, going. sir. And well, thank you, Game on Australia family. Yeah. And you know what? You did post up uh, last week. That uh, I was down, was, I was down with the man flu. I'm pretty sure I said I have dire news. Yes, it was dire because it was dire. I was on my bed. I was You're on my in dire bed. straits. I was in dire straits. Money for nothing. Yeah, chicks for free. <laughs> well, <But> you know, <laughs> well, never, never. Yeah. You know, even when you've got a partner and you put yeah. a ring on it, there's yeah, still there's some cost. <laughs> uh, you know, and we had some beautiful messages from people. Kai, Kai said, oh, and yeah. hashtag don't forget to save. Thank you, Kai. Jason, get better soon, Pete. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. Uh, Kai was obviously really grief-stricken because he sent a, another message uh, a little, just like a minute after he sent his first one yeah. saying, send medic. <laughs> Thank you. That's very gamer speak. I love that. Stephen, did the medic come, by the way? So He didn't. No. no. Stephen Watson, how can he do a podcast if he's in hospital with man flu? And I, you know what? You're very oh, right, Stephen, mate, I, mate. 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 You, you, nail on the head right there. All right. Hospital. Kerry, take it easy. Man flu is not to be trifled with. Couldn't agree more, is Kerry. Kerry a bloke or a girl? Kerry's bloke. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, see, uh, yeah. why? I, 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 I sort of knew that because a, a woman wouldn't have said that. That's right. That's <laughs> <laughs> spot on, mate. So you know what? Thank you, guys. Thanks, well done, thanks, boys. Gentlemen. Well done. Yeah. Uh, so that oh, the, the double-edged sword to that is, though, I got to do a bit of gaming time, which was good because you know when you are sick, oh, you know what? The it, days that I could get out of bed, yeah, and sit up straight. It's actually guilt-free gaming. Isn't it is it? guilt-free gaming because you know. Um, you know you can't do anything else, yeah. so you might as well sit there and bloody game. That's exactly, and that's right, where mate. it's actually not bad. So yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, so look, that almost pretty much that pretty much brings us to a close, doesn't it? What a show, mate! What like, a huge show! I am so pleased to be back, and I'm so pleased to be back with you. Oh, oh mate, like, just, I just missed a it. Fucking it, was pleasure, a, mate. it was a missing part of my life for two weeks, mate, and I'm sure for a lot of people out there. So thank you for getting this far. Thank you so much. Uh, we hope you arrived at your destination safely. Obviously, yeah. If you're listening by transport. Um, we're actually, speaking of transport, we're going away, uh, tomorrow, Pete. Yes, we are. Up, we're on location. Up north for our actual day jobs. Yeah. But what we're going to do, I'm taking my little, um, audio recorder and we're going to do a podcast from Durian Bay, which I believe will be in next Thursday. And Man. that's a magnificent part of the How world. How nice is that? We're hey? talking coastal living. Coastal gaming. So we're going to do a coastal gaming podcast next week. You'll hear seagulls and bloody... Mm. 
ocean crashing and that kind of the stuff. The waves yeah. crashing that, against that, the sand, yes. That thing called outside that we try to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go and give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> See what it's like. I've got the SPF 50. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so look out for that one. Uh, look, just quickly... Um, I just wanted. To, I just got a couple of little surprise things. Yeah. Uh, this just popped up. You can see this on our Facebook page. Uh, a Nintendo mini golf game has been pulled from sale after secret boobs were found. Yeah. All right. Infinite mini golf, harmless Love game. Secret boobs. By the way, Matt Hopkins, who wrote this story, sounds like he uh, he'd be great on the podcast because he's not even two paragraphs in before he says it's mini golf for fuck's sake. It's for everyone. <laughs> 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 oh, well done. That's beautiful. Uh, anyway, Brilliant. the game was pulled from the Switch's online US shop in August 10 because the ESRB rating had changed. The game's creators in studios says a poster on the wall of the giant house level was the reason for the change. Oh, is there boobs in it? There is boobs in it. Oh. Uh, and uh, just a bloody, and there is ass, there's ass and boobs. Wow. wow TNA. Yeah, because they're in they're in the in the room, right? They're in a boys' room. It's obviously a teenager boys' room. Oh yeah, and uh, there's well, a picture on the enough. wall. That's fair enough. There's a picture on the wall, and it uh, looks like space chicks. And there's a really big set of knockers just hanging around, and there is an ass above that as well. It's ass and titties. Yeah, it's just, you know what? It's bloody magnificent. Good on them. There's also a little drawer. Where there's uh, two hands, there's stickers either side of the bottom part of the drawer. Yeah. And uh, one hand is making a circle and the other one's got a finger ready to go into said circle. <laughs> so anyway, the game is called Infinite Mini Golf. So uh, hopefully I don't fuck with it too much. But um, there you go. And that, now Sal's going to go through the roof. Just brilliant. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, and one other thing, Dan. Yeah. Um, you would have heard, those of you listening to this podcast, that uh, thanks to some very good friends of ours at Blue Planet PR, we were able to give away some tickets, five double passes to Oz Comic Con in Melbourne. Yep, I remember that. Brisbane and Sydney are on the way, as is PAX. PAX is essentially Australia's biggest tech conference happening in the eastern states. Yep. A um, couple of things to be listening out in future podcasts, okay? We're going to have the content manager for PAX, the guy who runs the place, on kidding? for an interview to talk us through all of the behind-the-scenes stuff for oh, PAX. shit. Everything, yes. yes, everything you can look forward to if Brilliant. you're heading over for PAX, right? Yeah, right? So some secret stuff coming there. Also, for those of you wanting to head over to Brisbane or those of you living in Brisbane, and same with Sydney, mm. for Oz Comic Con, when those festivals hit that, we're going to have five double passes to each one to give away. Oh, that's fantastic. So make sure you're listening to the Game on Australia podcast and keep across our Facebook page and also gameonaus.com. We'll have details on that very soon. Well, and any of you in those zones, share it with your friends. Get, Absolutely. Get the love going because if your friends win, they can take you. That's, that's for sure. And they are double passes. Mm. Right. Uh, okay, that'll do it. Don't forget, as we mentioned, check out gameonaus.com for all the latest stories and opinions on stuff coming out. Facebook page is where you want to be for a whole heap of updates, some uh, news, reviews, videos and all that sort of stuff are also on YouTube and Twitch. So please go and give us a subscribe as you should be doing with iTunes as well. And uh, all good Android apps are also on podcast one. And yep. uh, if you're about to jump on a flight international and domestic for Qantas and also domestic for Jetstar, you will find us in the uh, podcasting category on there as well. Yep. Wow. What a show, mate. What a I'm show. Spent. It's I'm so spent. good. So good to be back. Yep. Uh, so good to have this show back. And thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend in gaming. And as we always say, Dan, don't forget to save.